Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. H to the OV. I used to move snowflakes by the OZ. I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the ROC. Welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast, your home for the mindset, methodology, and tools needed to be a successful foreclosure acquisition specialist. And now your host, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Hello and welcome back to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. I am your host and Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. We are recording here in the Creative Density Studios in downtown Denver, Colorado. And right next to me is my main man and producer, Mr. Jonathan Winston. What's going on, Jay? Uh, not too much, man. I am over here laughing at all the blooper reels that we've got before we started this episode, but it's going to be good because now we're ready and we're warmed up. I love it, man. And here's the thing. Like, people hear this finished product. Y'all like, man, that show is badass. They just hit it on the first click. Let me tell you, you better. multiple takes, man. Like this, this, <laughs> takes, this takes a lot of time and effort to bring you guys the best of foreclosure news out there. And listen, we are ending. This is like the big season finale of season two of the Foreclosure Deals Coach podcast. So a lot of feedback from you guys for the last couple of weeks. Incredible holiday season. I guess you had a bunch of time to listen to the podcast episodes because suddenly we have been inundated with requests and, and reaching out. And I just want to say thank you guys. We really appreciate it. See, the thing about doing a podcast is for a while, it's like you're preaching to an empty space, right? So you think people are listening. You hope people are listening. You see the download records, but you don't know if your message is hitting home. Well, I got to tell you, in recent weeks has been the most outpouring, if you will, of informational requests, um, just kudos and praise in general. And I just have to tell you, thank you. We appreciate it. I know Jonathan appreciates it on the production side. We put a lot into making this show entertaining and educational, and we hope you're getting a lot out of it. Every time you send feedback, that lets us know. So again, to reach on out, some of the best ways I've had some interaction has been on my LinkedIn profile. Go check me out there. You know, Donnie Corum on LinkedIn. That's D. D-O-N-N-Y-C-O-R-A-M. Just send a message. Just say you're listening, that you're enjoying the show. And if you have any foreclosure-related questions, that's where we want to connect with you there and give the ability to work with us to get you the best deals right up here in the foreclosure market. So this being the season finale, you know, when you're watching all those shows on Netflix and stuff, when they wrap up the last season, they tie up all the loose ends, right? All the stuff that's been had you on the edge of your seat the entire season, now we're going to figure out who killed him. Who shot Ghost. Who shot? We all want to know, right? I'm, 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 I'm at the end of my seat, baby breath. <laughs> Got to find out who shot Ghost, right? So it, we're going to wrap it up this show by giving you just kind of a recap of some of our greatest hits that the Foreclosure Deals Coach podcast have brought to you. We're not going to go piece by piece to every episode, but the ones that got the most response, we're just going to kind of recap for you today, give you an idea on some of the things that really did well. So way back in episode two, we went over how to become a foreclosure acquisition specialist. And that was a big episode because I think a lot of people are looking to expand their career in real estate. Uh, a lot of people who are already real estate agents who want to do something different, maybe specialize in a niche, and other people who maybe are looking at making a career change. So we got a ton of feedback on that. Just to recap that a little bit, we train agents nationally 
to become foreclosure acquisition specialists in their local marketplace, okay? So there's a coaching program attached to the foreclosure deals coach thing where you work with one of my coaches to get acclimated to the foreclosure industry so you can call yourself the local foreclosure specialist. Right here in Colorado, we work with agents who help to bring us deals. Now, think about this if you're an agent, okay? You are looking to constantly trying to find that next buyer. Well, not the case when you're a foreclosure acquisition specialist. If you're out there finding deals, we are looking to buy those deals all the time. I represent a group of investors all across the state who are looking to buy houses constantly. So you've got a constant source of buying, which means commission checks for you. So once again, if you're looking to transition to becoming a real estate agent, we have a built-in school complete with your local licensing. So you can get your real estate license, you can learn how to use your real estate license, and you can specialize in this one specific niche. Now, I got to warn you about that one. If you are looking to just start a basic career in real estate and become a real estate agent, like the, I think NAR says there's 1.2 million of us right now in the United States of America, this is probably not your program, okay? We're not going to teach you how to sell white picket fences to people who are buying the home they're going to live in for the rest of their lives. Rather, we're going to coach you on how to develop a clientele that wants to buy the bottom of the market market of real estate, right? The people who are listening to the show today uh, nationally and want to buy a foreclosure rather than just buying a house. Does that make sense? So that was a big one. That was a big hit for us. Got a lot of calls on that one. Um, In episode six, we discussed how to finance your deals. Oh, yeah. Right? And that was a big one because most people like, man, I am dying to do this foreclosure thing, but I have the slightest idea how to pay for it. Well, here's the thing. When you're buying a below market asset, generally speaking, it's in a condition that banks aren't going to want to finance that property conventionally. I'm not saying it can't be done, but when they do it, they want blood, your firstborn, and at minimum, 20% down. Right? Pretty penny. And that's a lot of loot, right? If you're buying a $200,000, $300,000 house, you got to come with the $50,000, $60,000. If you're out there and you can do it, kudos to you. But the goal of this show is to help the common guy. Joe Schmo, I'm just starting out in real estate to understand that you don't necessarily need to come up with that much money down to buy a great deal. There are programs that allow you to put as little as $1,000 down. Again, conventional financing, FHA financing, and VA financing in foreclosures don't generally go hand in hand. But there are situations where that can be done. The key is having a foreclosure acquisition specialist. So I did did tie that back in, right? To understand the loopholes you're going to hit when you try to finance that property, right? So, and then if all else fails, you got to go to hard money guy, you know, which when you hear hard money, you get, you get like this image of a a mobster, right? From Goodfellas going, you got my money? Huh? You got my money? Not my knees, please. (laughs) Don't do the face. That's how I make my money. But that's not how hard money works, right? They haven't shot anybody recently. Um, (laughs) However, the rates are extremely high. 12 to 14% in most cases, and the points are extremely high. So if you're going to use a hard money guy to finance your property, you want to make sure you're getting in out of that real quick. Either you're going to sell it extremely fast, or you're going to refinance it once you get it fixed extremely fast. Because if you sit on a hard money loan for too long, you can take what otherwise was a very profitable deal and make it unprofitable extremely fast. It happens just like that. I mean, so we, we, we talked about how to finance that deal. Head on back to episode six. You want to get some more detail on that, okay? Um, let's see. We also discussed foreclosures in a buyer's market, right? And, and here's the thing. Right now, we're, I think we're in a transitional market. Like, we're not quite a buyer's market. We're definitely not a seller's market. We are right in that in-between where inventory is starting to go down, 
right, which gives sellers a bit of an edge mm-hmm. where there's less inventory. Okay. But inventory has to come back up because it's a seasonal hit, right? So we're, we're transitional. We're, we're not exactly a buyer, not exactly a seller market. So the question in episode 13 was how can you win as an investor in a buyer's market? And the answer, I won't spoil it for you, go listen to the episode, but the answer was you got to write your offers real clean, take all the dumb contingencies out so you don't scare that seller off you're looking for it out. Most retail buyers, when they buy a house, are looking for inspection, objections. They're looking for you know the multiple ways they cannot buy that property. If you're trying to be an investor in this market, you got to make that offer solid. Like I am going to close. I can close extremely fast. I'm not going to bug you with a bunch of little stuff to fix up, right? And in many cases, we've gotten houses below what the highest offer was simply because our offer was written better, right? So once again, you want to prepare yourself to write an offer that's conducive with getting a house in this kind of marketplace because it's definitely not a market where investors are going to win supreme. The market's generally very hot, you know, and because it's very hot, sellers like, man, I'll just wait it out, right? But if you incentivize the seller to give you a deal on the property because you're going to take all the hassle factor out, that can be a benefit, right? In episode four, sorry, we're jumping around a little bit, um, but in episode four, we discuss who's on your team. If you're going to become a foreclosure specialist, whether you're looking at it from an investor standpoint, you're buying a house from yourself, or you're looking at it you know, as a, you're an agent, you got to know who you're working with. If you're buying it as an individual who wants to get into foreclosure investing, you're going to need a good agent. You need somebody who understands this marketplace and can guide you through. Because here's the thing, you can theorize on what a house is worth. You could use Zillow's estimates. I'm kidding. Don't you ever use Zillow's <laughs> estimates to determine what the property is worth. I will find you, Zillow. Hey, man, I don't want any beef with those guys. Yeah, no, that's true. I'm sorry. I'm actually, I'm kidding. Zillow, you and I are cool, man. Yeah, like, yeah. anytime you guys want to hang out, you know. Invite me, put to, invite me to the kickout. I'll yeah, be well, we'll be there. It's, it's, I'm down. I'm down with Zillow. Not really. Um, <laughs> you need a good financing partner, right? So you got to have your agent in line. Get out the guy who's going to pay for it. You got a quarter million, 300 grand in the bank. Please call me immediately. We should talk. But mm-hmm. it, since most of y'all don't have that, right? And even if you do, the recommendation is don't use your own money to fund deals. Have a financing partner, right? Donald Trump, save your opinion on him, built his empire with other people's money. Right? Every large real estate investor built their empire with other people's money. And you got to have your contractors, your inspector, and the list goes on and on. Again, go check out episode four to go into detail. But the neat thing about working with a foreclosure deals coach system is we've got the agent part covered because we're agents. Oh, yeah. We've got the financing part covered. I'm a licensed mortgage broker in the state of Colorado. I've got multiple hard money partners all across the country, and I know how to spot and locate contractors all over, right? So if you're looking to do this, who's on your team? Well, the first step is to get a good company. You know, because one thing we noticed as part of the feedback, a bunch of people were asking, what is it you're selling, right? Or what is it the foreclosure deals coach thing wants? And the answer is nothing. You know, we're, we're really more about providing information out there on how to buy and sell foreclosures because this is what we do. This is what my team and I do all day long is locate and identify foreclosures. So the, the underlying sales pitch, I guess, if you're looking for that, is if you're going to do this, consider getting coaching, right? right. And, and, that's, and that's more about the, the message that we're trying to theme out here. And certainly, we'd love for you to consider foreclosure deals coach as your coach and getting into foreclosures. I would certainly 
love to work, work with you personally, but if the purpose of this podcast is simply information, then we've achieved our objective, right? And I think most of the people who have provided feedback have said they were more informed, they understood a little bit more about how that foreclosure market works and et cetera. So that's the message we're trying to deliver. As a side note, I guess, we are taking coaching clients on a case-by-case basis to help walk you through buying your first or 50th foreclosure because that's my, I guess, my side hustle, if you will, outside of the foreclosure buying is helping other people to do it. For sure. You know? So that's the essence of it. But who's on your team? I would start with a coach. Certainly, we'd be honored to be that coach. But please don't think that's the whole purpose of the show is to sell the coaching. If it happens to do so, and it has a couple of times, we're all about that, you know? But really, the, the whole heart of the show was about being an information resource in an in- industry that's extremely cloudy, like deliberately cloudy. It's cloudy because the banks don't want you to know how to get the lowest price of these homes. It's cloudy because professional investors who do this for a living don't want more people in the pool. You know, I don't see anybody as competition. I think there's enough deals to go around out there. And if I can assist you to build your empire by a foreclosure purchasing, that's kind of my calling. That's kind of what I want to do. Does that make sense? Sounds good. All right, let's keep moving on here. Episode seven, we went over property valuation. One of the licenses I obtained, and I don't know if you've noticed this, but I'm a bit of a license whore. Man, this, this dude's always in some type of course, guys. It is. It's, like, it's lifestyle, for real. It really is. Like, all the time I'm studying to get some other course, sometimes just to prove I can do it. Like, a lot of times it's like, can I pass this? Like, currently I'm working on a general contractor license, and I got to tell you, that is much, much harder than, than I thought that was going to be. Um, and that's okay because I like a good challenge, you know, but there's a lot of stuff to learn in that space. So kudos to you guys out there in general contracting. I, uh, I have a newfound appreciation right. for what you went through because uh, that, that's a tough course. But my point in that is a while back, I got my appraisal license. Um, and I got that because I figured rather than being reliant on a real estate agent or an appraiser who right now a standard issue appraisal in the state of Colorado, and I can't speak for where you're at, but here in Colorado, an appraisal is about 750 bucks. You know, and that's a lot of money if you're not buying the house. Now, if you're buying the house, seven to fifty is a great investment to verify what you're paying for it. So I had to learn how to do my own property valuation. Now, Zillow has attempted to make that electronic, and they are horrible at it. So please do not use that as your data source. But doing valuation is not rocket science. It just requires an understanding of the ebb and flow of the market. And here's the thing: as I say that, it's no different than trading stocks. Right? If you were a stock trader and you knew Apple inside and out or a certain tech sector, right? you, were, you were really into the IT sector or oil and gas, you would understand how that market trades. Well, property valuation is the same thing. You've got to know the house, the bedrooms and bath count, how that neighborhood compares to all across the, the uh, neighborhood around it, et cetera. So you're getting a good idea of what the property valuation is. You have to be able to analyze a property, but more importantly, you got to be able to analyze it quickly. You know, my, my dad is one of my biggest fans, and I appreciate him endlessly, but we talk about buying property all the time, and he wants to go do an evaluation that for him could take three or four days, right? Because he's got to kick around the comps and look about what's what sold and yada, yada. Okay. Oh, wow. That's a long time, right? Because okay. a lot of these really good deals are selling at three, two, four hours, right. you know? But my dad, God bless him, he comes back to me every time we do this, three, four days later, hey, you're right, that's a good deal, we should buy that. I go, dad, that was sold 15 minutes after I told you about it. <laughs> Man. 
right? Where this is not if it's a good deal, which I knew it was a good deal before I told you about it. Right. It's not going to last. The investors are out there. They make their living doing this, okay? So the difference between how I treat real estate and how the general agent treats real estate is that we are are traders, right? There are people who invest in stock. They buy mutual funds. You put a couple bucks in your mutual fund. You wait 30 years. It goes up in value. Nothing wrong with that. The tortoise and the hare, the tortoise wins the race, yada, yada, right? But in my world, we're traders. We're buying low. We're selling high. So an analysis on a property needs to take you about 15 to 30 minutes, Right? And I'm not expecting you to get there right away, just so you'll practice that. Right. You will understand how to get a valuation down from, hey, this could take me you know, 10, 12 hours to figure it out. And I'm not saying the analysis is easy. I'm saying a good stock analyst can look at a stock and give you a pretty good idea on what it should be trading at in a couple of minutes. Right. Right? We can do that in real estate. For sure. Okay, And if you can't do that in real estate, that's okay. You want to have a team around you that can right? A good agent, a good financier, et cetera. But I want to teach you how to do that. We won't go into detail on how that works in episode seven, how you're going to be able to do that valuation for yourself, right? In episode 11, we went over the four F's of foreclosure. And although there are some four letter words in there, none of them are repeatable on the show. This is a family show. We keep it on there. It's the four F's of foreclosure, but they're all good words. Find, finance, fix, and flip. And then we left that bonus F, freedom. You know, and I'm not going to go into all the Fs right now because that was a long show, but I will tell you the freedom part is a, important. It's a very important That's thing, important. right? Because if you're going to do the 40 years of working 40 hours a week to maybe get out alive financially, then you have already missed the mark, okay? And what I need you to do is understand that by investing in anything effectively, anything effectively, you can find yourself in a financial freedom space, okay? And that is our goal, is to help you to get there. There are no simple answers to anything that's going to make you rich, and this is not a get-rich-quick scheme. This is not something where tomorrow overnight you're going to invest in a foreclosure, but if you go back to my very first episode of the show, I talked about my first deal and how terrified I was and how poorly we did that deal and how I still managed to make a profit. And although I'm not saying that's a good idea, I'm saying that you too can do this with the proper coaching. We want to help you to get through that. Okay. So freedom is a big part of why we do this. Financial freedom, time freedom, life freedom all adds up when you are working towards a goal of buying and selling properties, right? And that's what we do here. You're buying a foreclosure, you're finding it, that's a big part, you're financing it, you're fixing it up, you're flipping it so you can get to that freedom thing, right? And finally, uh, in the greatest hits category, uh, we went over in episode 14, the effect of low mortgage rates. Well, I got a good buddy who's a top-level executive at a large mortgage company who says that not only are rates low, which everybody knows, we're pushing 3 to 3.5% three in most cases, but we actually may see rates go lower in 2020 based on what happens with this upcoming election. Okay. Can you imagine, we're already in the mid-3% range, rates actually dipping to below 3%, even 2% to finance a house. Do you know what that's going to do to the foreclosure business? I'll give you a hint. Okay, It's going to be awesome. Hey, all right. 
Okay, it's already pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie to you. Okay, but being able to take undervalued assets and make them gorgeous and make a profit to do so is an awesome opportunity that's out there. So keep an eye on the low mortgage rates because I'm telling you, if they continue to dip lower, things are gonna get even better in that space. All right. So with that, we're gonna conclude because we don't like these shows to run too long. But here's the thing, guys. It has been an awesome season. Like I had a good time. Jay, do you have a good time? It's been great. This has been fun. Now we get to come in here, joke around with y'all, get to hear myself talk for a while. Because it's very entertaining stuff. But what's neat is when it's over, hearing the feedback of, hey, I really appreciated when you covered this on that show and that on the show, etc. And would you mind covering that? So if you, as a listener, we, we have a couple hundred listeners per week now. If you as a listener would reach out and do that for us, if you could let us know what you'd like to hear on the show, we would like to bring that to you so we could be the most informed foreclosure show in all of podcastery. If that's even a word. I think I, I may have made that up, but I feel good about it. I'm, sounds cool. I'm owning that, right? Mm-hmm. So let us know what you want to learn about in the foreclosure space. We'll help you to get there. If you're looking for coaching, you want to pull the trigger, reach out for that too. You know, you can go to the foreclosure deals coach Facebook page, right? That's one place to go. You can reach out to me on LinkedIn. Again, this is Donnie Corum. Reach out to me there. I'd be happy to get you in touch with Jonathan, the producer. He can set up a time to answer your questions or we can meet by phone, whatever I can do to help. This show is about providing an informational resource on helping you become a more effective foreclosure investor, whatever market you happen to be in. Okay, that's that's the passion of the show. That's why we're doing it. And I'm certain, I'm certain that we're making a difference out there and we're hoping we can do more of that as we move forward. So with that, we're going to wrap up, you know, because we want to keep these things short and sweet. But I do want you to stay tuned next season because things are going to start dialing up a bit. We've decided to bring in a couple guest speakers. Right? We're going to get some people in here who are going to discuss their experience with buying a home. Okay, some very top-notch agents are coming on the show. Some mortgage brokers are going to be on the show. We're going to really dive deeper and bring in some other side. I'm getting a feeling that though my voice is like an angel, you guys might want to have another voice of reason here on the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. You asked, we answered, we're working on that. So stay tuned. Some incredible episodes coming up with some guest hosts. But with that, we're going to wrap up this episode and season two of the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast with the way we end all of our episodes, which is, don't forget, don't you dare buy a house, buy a deal. Man, you was who you was, where you got here. Only God can judge me, so I'm gone. Either love me or leave me alone.